Hi, Josh. Thank you for your time. Ryan Keith with the Average Marks Podcast, powered by the Roar Network. Uh, it's a really solid card for Slammiversary. Besides the championship match, uh, what match do you see still in the show for the night on Sunday? Well, I've got to go with the match that I have uh, been proclaiming will steal the show for quite some time, and that's the international four-way that's set to take place. I mean, you've got four incredible athletes uh, in that match for Sunday. You've got the return of Johnny Impact, uh, Taji Ishimori, the Bone Soldier, Rich Swan, and Phoenix. So those four together uh, have an opportunity Sunday to absolutely electrify and steal the show, and only one man can win. I just think that match is is must-see, can't miss. Um, you know, th- those are the kind of wrestling matches that, that, that made me a wrestling fan as a kid, that these guys can, will do incredible things, um, and I'm just looking forward to seeing what they bring to the table on Sunday. That, that's a match that you just want to sit back and watch, and then, of course, you have the emotional matches taking place, the matches like Mask versus Hair and matches like Tommy versus Eddie. So I think the build to all of these matches have been incredible. Um, from just a performance standpoint, I'm really looking forward to the full way, though. Agreed. Thank you. Hi, Tommy. Thank you for your time. Ryan Keith of the Average Marks podcast, powered by the Roar Network. Uh, being the innovator of violence and being in so many hardcore matches, um, I know you have to have a favorite weapon. What's your favorite weapon to use in a hardcore match and why? And what's the psychology behind why? Is it the pop of the crowd, the sound it makes on your opponent, stuff like that? Excellent question. I would like to say the Singapore cane, but for some reason, I'm the one who always brings it to the ring, but yet it always gets used on me, so I'm a bit of an idiot. Um, Honestly, old school will never die. I have seen a lot of matches. I've seen a lot of hardcore matches. Even when I was in WWE, we were in a Singapore cane match, and they were like, well, right from the beginning, just grab the canes and hit each other. And I was like, really? And where do we go from there? It's building to whatever has given, is given to you. Once you fight outside to the floor, the match is now escalated. Uh, and, and if you think about it, there's the ring apron, there's the steps, there's the guardrails. Then it's the floor. Then if you reach under the ring, whatever is under there, and if it's, you know, from a cookie sheet, which also surprisingly is the greatest noise, and for a lot of people who think it doesn't hurt, I have busted more people's heads open or given or have lumps on my head from cookie sheets than uh, anything else, then to a garbage can, then to a chair, then a cane, uh, barbed wire, thumbtacks. You just got to keep on building to it because it's, like I said, if you start from the beginning with just killing each other, where are you going to top it? So uh, to me, old school psychology uh, is always best. To answer your question, the Singapore cane hurts like a MFR and a cookie sheet. As hard as I swing, it sounds like sometimes a cannon going off. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for the tweet. I saw your tweet. Hey, Ryan Bowman from thegorillaposition.com. You just talked about when you got started in the days of the magazines and newsletters. <clears throat> ECW was kind of built up through that as a grassroots movement and word of mouth. And you were discussing Twitch and, and the other platforms you're using with House of Hardcore. In hindsight, how big of a fire would ECW have set to the wrestling industry if it had existed in the era of social media? Honestly, I think we'd be out of business, and here's why. 
everything we did in ECW, most of it was illegal. <laughs> um, music, <laughs> which was such a huge part of ECW, uh, we wouldn't be able to use. And if you want to talk about conflicts and dramas, I mean, we would have riots all the time. Now think of the era of the cell phone camera. Think of the era of the cell phone camera when we would, after shows, party with fans um, or have fights in bars or even think about if all the stuff went down with, you know, the owner not paying people or even uh, writing bad checks. That's illegal. And I said it on the WWE Network. A lot of people want to bitch and moan about Paul Heyman, but most of them chose to stay. And a lot of others never had anywhere else to go. But if you, to answer your question, I don't think it would exist whatsoever. You could not today pick up a wrestler, a bloody wrestler, and throw him into the crowd and expect people to body surf him everywhere. You would be sued up the yin-yang for that. And I mean, you know, when I get back to the music, I know for a long time and when uh, WWE put out all the, you know, some of the ECW stuff, they were like, oh, they left out New Jack. And there were certain websites, you know, saying they left out New Jack. Uh, how could they do that? Oh, because he had criminal records or all this stuff. It was just because all of his music had in the all of his matches had illegal music going on through the entire time. So to answer your question, I think we wouldn't have made it as long as we did. Balls Mahoney getting on an airplane in his underwear and then his forehead starts bleeding with no shirt on. You couldn't even do that now. 9-11, you got to wear a shirt. Hey, Tommy, this is Carl Carafel with the J&K Podcast, a collar and elbow brand sponsored podcast, and on the Roar Network as well. Now, I asked this question of Austin Aries yesterday, and I want to ask it of you as well. Before I retired from active competition, I had a superstition where I had to wear the exact same pair of socks in every single match. Now, not really hardcore, but do you have any superstitions? Or if you don't, what's one of the most outrageous ones that you know from another worker? I have a boatload of superstitions. Back in the day, why I would only change my ECW shirt if I got hurt in a match, then I wouldn't wear that shirt. And I'm not saying same exact shirt. I'm saying logo shirt. Um, I, back in the day, used to have the same underwear I would wear on a Friday show until this, and then the next day I'd wear my Saturday underwear. Uh, they were a teal thong that, so a lot of those crazy hardcore matches, the innovator rounds was wearing a teal thong that basically fell off my body one day because I wore it so much. I wear the same socks all the time until they dissipate, but they have to be extra thick socks with a red trim. And for a lot of wrestlers in every wrestling company that I work for, no, my, I have old school re, uh, knee wraps that have not been washed since 1995 and my knee braces have not been washed since 1996. And I also have the same way I get dressed. And if I've been to a building before, I have to sit in that exact same position, uh, in the locker room because that's why my longevity, uh, continues and I'm crazy.
Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I guess the only follow-up question off that was, does anybody even want to sit next to you in the locker room? You shut up. I will Mr. Socko your face when I see you with my knee wrap. Hey, Tommy. Ryan Bowman from thegrillposition.com again. Um, you talked about a lot of the changes that have happened, not only in impact, but in wrestling in general. Heading into Slammiversary this weekend, looking back over your career, what's the one thing that's changed that you're the happiest about, and what's the one thing that's changed that upsets you the most? And thanks for your time today. The change that I'm happiest about, uh, like I said, the, the, the betterment for the professional wrestler, uh, I feel that's very, very key. I know I have my own goals with my own company. Um, but the fact that, like I, you know, also that all these companies are working together. Uh, if you don't work together, you will not survive in today's climate. WWE leads the way. Cool. They have their own vision. Impact Wrestling has their own vision. They have their own fans. They have their own different management style. So does House of Hardcore. All these people are working together. Why? For the betterment of professional wrestling. So how could you not get behind these guys? Um, something that's worse uh, is the BS and the politics. I know that's my company's mantra. And I know... Because I'm talked to him, you know, Scott Demore, Don Callis. Hell, Don Callis works for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, they are trying to get rid, and they're doing a great job of all the negative uh, funk that has been through the years of Impact Wrestling and trying to get away with the BS of it. And, and a lot of people want to deal with uh, the behind-the-scenes crap, and, and, you know, the Internet wants to jump on that as opposed to, you know what, they're putting on a really good product today. Uh, I know this because I'm. they let Bobby Lashley out of his contract. And look what Bobby Lashley's doing in WWE. And you know what? Great for Bobby Lashley, but also great for Impact because then it opens up a spot for someone like a Pentagon uh, to come in back or, you know, debut in uh, Impact Wrestling. Or it opened up a spot for Tessa Blanchard. She turned down a spot to go to WWE to work in Impact Wrestling. So stuff like that is what I love about wrestling and the BS and the politics are what I do not love about wrestling because there is a bunch of men and women in WWE that are being wasted and they can make a huge difference in Impact Wrestling, in House of Hardcore, and throughout the wrestling industry. And I wish they were able to just go out there, you know what, we're not doing anything with you. Go over there. That's what happened in wrestling in the 80s. You would wrestle for a long time, and then when they had nothing for you, uh, go, go somewhere else and come back in six months to a year. And then, boom, look at Drew McIntyre. Look what greatness he's doing. So I love stuff like that, but I hate the politics.